And we're recording. Welcome back after five months of COVID-filled fun. We are live here tonight with Mormon Talk Radio with your hosts, Michael, Dave, and Flick-a-Dick! Woo! Uh, yeah, Mitch is uh, one of his many nicknames has become Flickadick, and we'll we'll explain that. Whoa, whoa, else. no, 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 that's somewhere no, else. That's yes. sacred. That's sacred. So yes, so we're flipping it around a little bit here, folks. Uh, from the hip, somebody lead him out of here. Somebody flipping get him out, out of here from the Thank hip. You. So again, <laughs> another reference to this preoccupation with the genitalia. All right. Yeah, you all can hear that we're back back, unfortunately. Parts of us are back that you wish weren't back. Um, anyway, <laughs> we're changing shit around because we're doing this from the hip. So Davey is going to give us probably our favorite segment, I would say, Mitch, uh, that we all call For, for Your Information. To get us in the Whoa. proper mood, sorry, sorry. I would like to share yes. a deep thought. Oh, let us ah. sit quietly and take this in. So a man was traveling down the highway on a very beautiful day, not a care in the world. He just paid all his bills and had some money left. Everything seems to be going his way. He's enjoying this beautiful, peaceful drive when he notices off to the side of the road two men with signs. And he's like, what? What's going on here? And they both read, mm. the end is near. And okay, mm. so he can't help it. He pulls over, rolls down the window and says, you religious fanatics. And then he just takes off. And the men kind of look right. at each other. The next thing they hear is this screech of tires, this crash, breaking glass, twisting metal. And the one looks at the other and says, maybe we should have put on the sign Bridges out. Ah! Deep thought. Interesting. That was a really deep thought. That was a very deep thought. Next Uh, time, you know, don't make fun of religious fanatics or you'll fall off a bridge. Yeah, that's the moral I took too. I'm glad you got the message. Wow. Okay. Let's go back, at least in our minds, to 1971. March 2nd, first presidency letter asking, quote, all general authorities to stop utilizing church employees and equipment for their personal purposes. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad somebody clarified. You know what's sad about that is I bet, quote, personal purposes, unquote, in some instances were kind of personal in ways that they shouldn't have been. Only in your mind, Mike. Come on. They're holy men. <laughs> We're talking about church leaders here, Mitch. I know. Okay. Oh. Okay. Anyway. All yeah, right. Back to it. Same month, March 24th. And this is just interesting. It's one of those questions where you go, I wonder, I can't remember. When did that happen? Well, this is when it happened. First presidency shortens the standard term of service for lady missionaries from 24 oh. months to 18 months. What's weird is... Hmm. That is interesting to know, because this was when I was one (laughs) year old, and I swear if someone was to ask me, hey, do you remember like when they 
shortened the female, you know, missionaries from two years to 18 months. And I would have been, yeah, I think I do. I was like a teenager or something. So like, yeah, it happened way before I thought. Yeah, me too. That yeah. I agree. I thought it was somewhere in the 80s. You weren't even a sperm yet, Mitch. Come on. I was in the pre-earth life preparing to enter. For this, the last dispensation the, the fullness time over. Time. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. You were held back. <laughs> May, May 20th, still 1971, yeah. BYU Press is asked by the general authorities to destroy its entire press run of Thomas E. Cheney's Golden Legacy because he includes some vulgarisms in Jay Golden Kimball's folk tales. Oh my God. <laughs> so he's quoting Jay Golden Kimball, yes. right? That's where the vulgarisms right. are coming from. This is a guy who's dropping vulgarisms over the fucking uh, general right. conference pulpit, yes. but you have to destroy all those. Okay. So I got it. It makes If sense. they would have thought yeah. for a minute, wait a minute, what's a, happened last time a church leader or leadership destroyed a press? Uh, I see what you did there, Dave. (laughs) Joseph, Joseph did right. Wait a minute. What what do drums have to do with this? Too early for those stupid jokes, Mike. How dare you? (laughs) Okay, September sixteenth. President Smith faints during first presidency meeting because he was overcome by the spirit of how fucking old he was. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, yeah. kind of funny. Did it end up, I don't even know, like, did he end up having health issues? Most did he of die them from- were non-functional in their last few years of service. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Including yeah. good yeah. old yeah, that is- Joseph Fielding. Non-functional should be a term you're familiar with, Mitch. Uh, anyway, well, back to you, David. Oh, pre- yeah. Premature, yeah. maybe. I, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can't, okay. Can't, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. This, this yeah. is a fun one. Deseret News publishes on the front page of local section a first presidency statement which condemns upcoming Salt Lake performance of Andrew Lloyd Webber's Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, no. But he was a superstar. Well, I thought yeah. so. A profane yeah. and sacrilegious attack upon true Christianity. But here's the fun part, folks. Although the statement <laughs> so advises <laughs> everyone to oppose this production, audience feels the Salt Palace to near capacity. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious. What, what else is hilarious oh is God. the fact that they're like, don't watch this, uh, this bullshit that, that smears Christ's true nature. And, uh, like, you know, the Mormon church literally does that. To, if you're wanting to compare Christian to the Mormon, yeah, I, I thought hilarious. you were. I thought you were catching that part. Yeah, the, oh yeah, true Christianity. Don't his name. This is an assault to true Christianity. Psst, so are you, Mormon idiots? <laughs> we know nothing about, but we fake it really well. I think we'll finish there because I noticed the next two entries in 19. 19- 72 
take us on to oh, okay. a different subject altogether, which will be a lot of fun. So stay tuned. In six months, we'll have another podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, let's not be too, uh, you know, uh, optimistic. Exactly. Thank you. Come on. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, we don't even know what we're going to use the rest of the time for today. That's what's so fun about From the Hip. Yeah. Like, you guys found out literally when we did. I mean, kind of, because like we would have recorded this and you would be listening to this probably months after we figured Actually, it out. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, Hang on. I just looked something up. Our listenership just went uh, down to one half a person. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Is that one like year. a good no. yeah. <laughs> one year? <laughs> oh, my God. So, guys, I'll just go through. This is how we're doing from the hip some of the time is I literally just look up LDS Church News online and, you know, the first 10 or so headlines come up. And so check this out. Uh, the sexual history of the LDS Church on Radio West. So we, we probably, last time we, I was going to say last week, it was more like six months ago when we last recorded an episode. Uh, <laughs> did did we talk about Natasha Helfer? We did, didn't we? I, the I sex believe- therapist? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. I thought we did. Ma- I don't maybe know. we mentioned it. It, it definitely uh, blew up a lot more in yeah. since then. Yeah. yeah. So there's a sex therapist that's known for, and I think like John DeLynn has had this woman on his show a few times or many times. Uh, she got in trouble because of her best practices for healthy sex uh, life. I may reach out to Natasha and ask her if she'd like to be part of the show, at least one episode, if it's not too vulgar for her. <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah. she's no longer oh. a member because, you know, you have to uh, teach things about human sexuality. That, and here's the, here's the thing. Yeah. I mean, if she was talking about murder, that would be a whole different ballpark because it's sex. That's like next to murder. It might as well be murder. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. that she's really flirting with the line there. Yeah, yeah, and so she went on. Uh, she's been vocal, as you can imagine, and went on a sh- uh, has been on shows about this, the main topic of interest being give us some best practices, right, that you've learned through your through your profession and and like for a healthy sex life. And why was this such an affront, you know, to the church in their minds? Like, why did they have to excommunicate you? And so it's been very interesting. It's probably worth uh, an episode. uh, It's obvious. She thinks sex is for enjoyment. What the hell? I mean, who would think that? For God, I think you're way uh, off. Dave. I do. I, I, I do. Mitch, we don't. Mitch, if you haven't noticed, we usually don't care about your opinion. So, oh, anyways, yeah. oh, that's harsh. Oh, that's terrible, man. <laughs> Glad you have thick skin, Mitch. Well, I, I'm used to it because I I was in the Mormon Church my whole life. Oh, that's oh, that's good, Mitch. I saw what you did there. Thanks. I, yeah. I feel some so, residual payback. Yeah. And and so you know, brace yourself, Mike. I think he's gonna, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he lives here, oh, shit. Uh, David. So you don't you well, don't have to. <laughs> I've been studying. I've just been studying a lot about the blood atonement, and I'm taking it to heart. So. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! What is this new uh, I'm gonna testicular sleep with a <laughs> feature hanging from your doorstep. <laughs> Doorpost. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to sleep with a gun under my pillow now. Thanks, Mitch. Um, so you're welcome. Second headline, LDS Church breaks ground in Tooele County for Deseret Peak Temple because, quote, we don't have enough fucking temples already, unquote. 
really says that. So the the church in every way is is shrinking, diminishing. Uh, and again, and yet- something Mitch is familiar with, but. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, this is Mitch. Yeah, this is no, no, all fun, <laughs> all fun. I'm, I'm oh. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So if we build enough temples, and we've mentioned this, it, it looks because God. it's all about the way things look. Looks like things are mm-hmm. all is well in Zion. Yay, Zion prospereth. Mm-hmm. All is well, and then we. You know what it reminds me of? I think I've brought this up before. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've brought this up before. Uh, You know, Scientology has been hemorrhaging as well, membership wise over the last, especially like the last five to 10 years. And I think we, I brought up before the fact that they have literally, I don't know, hundreds now, at least dozens all over the world of these basically empty buildings that they've mm. purchased and, and they're like Scientology, blah, 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 center or Scientology, this, you know, place. And, and you walk in, you're lucky to even have a, a receptionist person at the desk. They're, they're like empty. They're for visual back to your point, Dave, also for other nefarious well, reasons to help they, them write off, write off more taxes. They disappeared. And, most you know, of those blah, blah, blah. people, including his wife. So yeah. Miscavige's wife. In that yeah. underground bunker in the Antarctic. Where the where the lost tribe right. of Israel is? Of course. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. LDS Church expands senior service missionary options. Uh, seniors? Uh, who cares about seniors? Especially because David is one and I'm almost one myself. Um, <laughs> this is the one that interests me, guys. Well, there's a few in here, but Latter-day Saint schools like BYU spurn $333 million in COVID-19 relief. I don't know if oh, I even want to get into that because that could be like, that could spin us out of control. Because what I really wanted to get into is this. You guys tell me if it resonates with you. I'll let you know if the spirit... Uh Prompts your nether regions. Uh, LDS Church urges court to toss out James Huntsman's lawsuit, says his bid for tithing refund is, quote, without merit, unquote. (laughs) Speaking of pure Christianity earlier, Mitch, without merit sure sounds like a phrase that's applicable to the church. I they're projecting it onto Huntsman here. Are you guys interested in talking about this uh, article? I am, obviously, but you tell yeah. me if that's not turning your crank today. Yeah. No, that I mean, honestly, any any I, I have uh, lots to say about it. When you were talking about temples, I was like, <sighs> we started on temples, temple schmemples, all the building of those uh, million dollar structures for the Lord. Tens of millions, usually. Ten, yeah, tens yeah. of millions of dollars to, uh, yeah, and I'm sure that's what the Lord, you know, I'm not a Christian any longer, but I'm sure that's what he wants. He's like, yes, build me idols. <laughs> building. No kidding, right? Think about the absurdity of I that. Know, it's just nuts. Well, I'll read the first couple paragraphs and you guys tell me if you're feeling it or not to use the rest of our episode here. Um, Lawyers for the churches are asking a federal judge to toss out the high profile lawsuit brought in March by James Huntsman, accusing the faith's leaders of fraud. (gasps) 
and demanding the return of millions of dollars in tithing. Now, I'm going to go on record again to say, which I think I said last time we brought up this news thing. I don't think Huntsman is doing this because he needs millions of dollars in his tithing back. No. No. I think he's doing this for the quote-unquote higher point or purpose here to shed well, light there, on there's the There's an the interesting fraud. question that arises, and that would be uh-huh. – well, there's several, but one is to what degree and in what fashion, if you will, did he wake up to that? And as he saw the fraud involved financially, mm-hmm. did he also see the other aspects of Mormonism? Because it does have a cascading effect. Once you allow yourself to look at one problem with the LDS church, yeah. it often yeah. allows you, now you've taken down the, the fucking blinders and so forth, and it's like, well, wait a minute, what about this thing that I've always questioned, but I've always set aside, mm. so I, I know there's something going on with the finances, but what about this book of Abraham thing, or what about this translation, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. what about whatever issue, and mm-hmm. I would be interested to actually sit down with the man and just have that conversation and it, it, it may be oh, forthcoming. Yeah. It, you know, I it would. I, yeah, I'd love to have him on the show and, and get some straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak. You know, com- not the the news manipulated, <laughs> you know, stuff here. My take on it is that I really appreciate somebody like him doing this oh, because yeah. not only of his heritage, his family, but also because, we, I mean, it's no mystery that he is from a wealthy family. Mm-hmm. And so what you were saying, Mike, he doesn't need, he's not like, well, I need all this money. No. I mean, it'd be, you know, it'd be nice. Money's always nice. Right. But it's more of a stance. He's making a stance and, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we'll get him on the show and he'll be like, you're all wrong, fuckers. I did it for the money. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the chemical business is no, waning yeah. and, you know, I, I can't take as many trips as I used to, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Something, yeah. Something tells me no. And, and. Yeah, that it's it's and I'm with you, Mitch. I think if we're right with our assumptions about why he's doing this to begin with, at least the main driver, I think uh, I applaud the man. You know, I mean, you know, it's obvious, though, that back to your point, Dave, he allowed some questions to turn into doubts. And that's obviously where he tripped. You know, I mean, come on. He took that. He was probably tripping on other things, too. Well, he did. Right. Here's here's a step. And it seems to be a critical point. And so for those who are still in the middle of their journey or some undefined point in questioning Mormonism, when you take a stand such as he did, clearly you're Mm -hmm. jeopardizing your membership in the church. And he was willing to go forward knowing he had to have known the repercussions. And he didn't make that decision overnight, I wouldn't think. No, and here's what I don't know. And if we weren't doing from the hip, right, we would have researched this before the show or not. And maybe we'll read it in here as we go through this together. I don't know if he had left the church before he did this or during or after. Like, I don't I don't know. I don't think he's a member today. What I don't know is the timing 
and maybe yeah. we'll find out more. Maybe we'll find out. I There's some really good tidbits in here. Um, so here's the church stance, which again makes me laugh, and I'm sure they'll revisit it in the article. Huntsman made those gifts between 1993 and 2017 without placing any conditions on them at the time, church lawyers based in California state, giving him no legal basis right. to ask for them back now. Despite his allegations, church leaders acted deceptively in how they spent them. So here's the funny thing, though, that, that immediately comes to my mind when I see them state that, that he gave these tithing funds without placing any conditions on them at the time, like not because the church fucking did. Well, here's the thing. So uh, they, I love it when lawyers state one side, which begs the other side immediately when you state it. So in this case, they're claiming, well, he can't ask for him back now because when he gave these donations, he didn't stipulate like requirements around them, like the church has to use them this way or whatever. Well, I wonder why. Because like every other member he had been indoctrinated and, and literally told verbatim in some cases how the church does use the funds. Exactly. So exactly. their side, they're completely just blurring yeah. and smoke screening, right? Like yeah. Yeah. why do members do that? Because they do it in, I'm going to use the legal and corporate term, right? They do it in good, good faith. faith. There's the word. No pun intended, yeah. but yeah. they do it in good faith expecting that the church has not lied to them about its use of or tithing. about their ability to make quote unquote inspired decisions relative right. to those funds, which like the widows might are in, indeed sacred to the person who busted their ass to earn those funds. Yeah. And I think yeah. what, what might be employed there could be close to the same system where calls are issued for positions of leadership. And that is, well, who are you considering as new stake president, for instance? Well, can I see mm -hmm. your tithing receipts for your membership in this stake for the last, you know, two, three years? Oh, Brother Huntsman, or in this case, let's not use his name, but Brother So-and-so. Oh. Oh, I love Yeah, Brother So-and-so, so -so, sowing seeds everywhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he donated 40 $5,000 last year in tithing. I think he's a good candidate for that position. Oh, and for so, God's sake. Yeah, you know that's part of it. You, you know, know that's part of it. And, and this is the um, way I see it as well. It, um, I mean, aside from what we all, all obviously know, how the church gaslights and puts smoke screens up and it pisses me off. And aside from the fact that they're like, you didn't put any conditions when you gave us your money. No, Doug, because you, Again. I said this. Yep. <laughs> you did. You gave us the conditions and That's we gave right. it to you and, and we're finding out you're lying. So I look at it. It's just like a, it, take the church out. Like it claims to be a charitable organization. Mm -hmm. You give money and to it. Any, yep. I, I would be so surprised if any other charitable organization had been telling its donors, donors yeah. that they – were using their money a certain way and that they were putting out there how their charitable organization came about and their motive behind it. And then you find out that they've just been shooting shit out their ass. Yeah. I yeah. don't see. And you know, what's interesting. Yeah. With that, Mitch is to just to write on top of your thought there. What's interesting is that has happened historically. Uh -huh. We've seen other charitable organizations get in trouble, right? Because they're like, Oh, 
you were telling everybody you were using your donations this way, but you know, so-and-so has been caught for embezzling some of the money and using it to go buy this yacht or something, right? Or go gamble in Vegas. And uh-huh. people have gotten into trouble for that because that is fraud. And I understand it's it's really it's really difficult for people, especially members, obviously, but when you're lied to about an organization tells you that they're something that they're not and you're encouraged to give your money to them and then you realize that they've been lying to you, of course, it, to me, it's a no-brainer. It's like, well, you were lying. Give me my money back. Like, I w- if, yeah, if you, Mike, right. were telling me that you were this stand-up guy and that you had this history of uh, your whole family was just a stand-up family and you were encouraging me to give money to you and your family for a greater cause and I've been giving you money for years and then you and then I find out that your whole family has actually done some really shady shit with that money throughout history. Oh yeah. Of course yeah. I'm going to be like give me my fucking money back. It breaks your break. confidence. Yeah. <laughs> and and again and again I think the whole point in all those examples we just kind of ran through it's not necessarily the money. The money is the symptom, right? Not the cause. It's the fraud that you exactly. want to mm-hmm. expose. And I, I look yep. at that as Huntsman's well, approach and, here. And that's let's, the point the read, church yeah. will utilize. It's 10% for everybody. It's If it's 6000 for me based on my income, it's 60000 for somebody else. It's still 10%. And they love to use that. And then like the flat tax, the lawyer idea. himself, yeah. who is in a neutral, perhaps neutral position in this might say, well, look, you dumb fuck, you, you, you trusted them. It's your fault to go back to that. Yeah, again. Uh, but, true, that's true. but, but if from a legal perspective, if you can show compelling enough evidence of fraud or misuse, you do have a case, right? That's, because people's good faith was was okay. squandered, basically. And yeah, let's let's read a couple more tidbits in here because there's some interesting things, and we'll get the gist. I think more than we certainly did in the prior article we shared some time ago. In what's going on, he says his claims of fraud, or this is still the church here. His claims of fraud, deception, and that leaders misled members are also false, which. That's demonstrably untrue. But <laughs> that statement is false. <laughs> Church attorneys asserted. They added that the wealthy former Utah's case missed a statute of limitations deadline. Oh, oh okay. Now we're poking at hairs here. When it was filed and the Huntsman also lacks legal standing to sue the denomination over allegations the funds were missed. Quote, the church. Oh, my God. I love this. Let's throw some spirituality in here. The church prays. <laughs> Oh, my God. The church prays that who is the church in this instance? I, the legal entity, I guess, church prays. So who's specifically praying? <laughs> the, the first presidency okay. prays Probably. that Mr. Huntsman's complaint be dismissed with prejudice, lawyers wrote in the seven page response, calling his highly publicized federal suit, quote, without merit and, quote, not maintained in good faith. Again, oh, my God, using, oh, my God, using a phrase that they're guilty of. You the know, good faith. Mike, Michael, before oh my you God. read something like that next time, please give me a notice so I can grab a bag to fucking puke in. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, seriously. They're accusing sense. him of good faith issues. Oh, okay. So that, here we that, go. That's like yeah. the epitome. <laughs> I, 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 it's so crazy to me. I and 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 here's the thing. I when I was a Mormon, I would not have said. I would have been obviously on the church's side. I'd been like, yeah, what the heck? I would My head. What the heck is this guy doing? But once you step outside of that bubble. You literally in this article, you literally see the gaslighting. You oh, literally yeah. Oh yeah. Someone is saying, You lied to me. Yeah. They turn around and go, Hey, you're lying about us lying to you. What the hell? Did not did so. Did not did so. Did not and that, uh, the irony there is that's the basis for the entire church's history. Yep. It is kind of hearsay versus fact, right? Yep. Uh, the 50-year-old huntsman sued the Utah-based faith in U.S. District Court in California in late April, saying its leaders, quote, repeatedly and publicly lied, unquote, about the use of billions of dollars in member donations meant for building temples, missionary work, and other charitable and educational endeavors. While they assured faithful Latter-day Saints other Otherwise, Huntsman asserted, church leaders instead diverted up to $2 billion in tithing funds to two of its private businesses, including City mm-hmm. Creek Center, an upscale mall in downtown mm-hmm. Salt Lake City. Those claims are based on a separate whistleblower's complaint to U.S. tax officials in late 2019. We talked about this one. Alleging the global faith of 16.5 million members kept nearly $100 billion in an account meant for charity work, but spent some of the cash on commercial ventures, including payments to bolster City Creek Center. Now, now I know this might might be a little bit of a sidetrack, but what makes it, it's related, but it, it, it makes me laugh at my old self because most of us, I believe when you're an active member, you're conservative, right? You tend to swing conservative. Mm-hmm. There are rare cases. Um, and I think as time marches on it, more, more uh, LDS members, it's more common to see like a liberal LDS member. But especially when, especially when you two were growing up, and even me in the late '80s and '90s, you swing conservative, and I, I just think it's so ironic that most conservative views are like, "Get the government out of our lives. We shouldn't yeah. be doing this. Government overreach. Capitalism is better. Blah 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 blah." And then they turn around. And they, they literally <laughs> give everything they have to these men with no questions asked. You know, <laughs> and wow. those men tell them to do something yeah. and they know most of the time, no questions asked. Yes, that's what the men said. And then they turn around, government's evil. Get them out of our lives. What did you say, President Nelson? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I'll, wow. I'll, wear, I'll wear a mask. Good I'll wear a point. mask. That that is so good as far as the inability to do any critical thinking. uh, No. Wow. Good point, Mitch. Wow. And and that's making fun of me. Like, I, you know, I, a lot of these things are, it's so easy to turn around and look at our past selves and be like, holy shit. Yeah, (laughs) of course. Of course. Can I I give you one on that? It's, It's a slight aside, but I was digging through one of my, closets (laughs) closets <laughs> anyway and i can't does that uh, you yeah so i came across <laughs> and i had thought that i'd i'd gotten rid of anything and everything that had anything to do with the church and i found some photo albums for my mission so i just oh I wow those yeah. and i looked at those pictures of me and i was recalling you know how 
just completely on board I was. I was I was to the point where I pissed off other active members because they weren't true enough. Stalwart oh, enough. God. Yeah. On and fire I, enough. For some yeah. reason did not immediately mm. throw them in the in the trash. Uh because yeah. there are three or four, which shows my true self, where it's something comical that's being done in the picture. And I thought I would keep mm -hmm. those and the rest to the fire. That's a whole nother aside right. that yeah, we could talk about selves. at some point. Well, and, and like how much, and the, the answer is obviously not the same for everyone. And, and is there even a quote unquote, you know, right answer probably not it's a very personal thing but like as you go through some of the materials and and things from your active church life you know what if anything do you keep Nothing. right i mean it's it's interesting i mean like i've got obviously photo albums from pictures on my mission and things and and this was a part of my real experience in life and yeah. a lot of it was good you know take the church out of it even you know just experientially and so forth and i'm like well that's one of those areas where i'm kind of torn and i'm like how much of this do i throw out how much do i keep not like i'm answering to someone else just answering yeah. to myself right like how much do i want of this exactly. it's interesting and then there's yeah. that whole whole debate there's no right or wrong answer um because every experience hum humans are so complex and every experience is so different so there's this whole debate it's it's easy to throw everything out once you leave the mormon church it's mm -hmm. like ah, blah, fuck all this ah, the mormon church and 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 rightly so you're valid in feeling that bonfire but yeah but at, the, <laughs> but at the same time on the other side of things for me at least is regardless of everything that's gone on and where i am now mm. it's it's still a part of my life and i'm not i'm not saying like it's it was a part of my life so it means it's true no it's just mm -hmm. still a part of our experience yeah and so exactly what right. you're saying you right. look at your past and instead of you know for me it's like instead of going no throw everything out i tend to look at and and it's hard it, it, <clears> you you it's really hard to to sift through all that stuff because you get triggered. Mm -hmm. Some some of my missionary uh, memories trigger me. Others, I can look at an album and get really warm fuzzies from the spirit oh. of the Lord. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just an interesting it's an inter interesting subject to really dive yeah. into. Let me it share is. one of those real quick. One of the pictures I have. Uh, we yeah. had confiscated, and I will use that word from this investigator everything that was in violation of the word of wisdom in her house you still have all those porn magazines oh you said word, word of wisdom. wisdom sorry go ahead so go we ahead. had for whatever reason <laughs> instead of uh, you know accompanying her to her local trash receptacle we brought it all home with us to our apartment what the fuck <laughs> were we thinking, first of all? And we displayed it and filled up this entire table with coffee, cigarettes, everything. In Again, all of it was sitting on the table. And I took two cigarettes, put one up each nostril, put one in each ear. And then I had something in, in my hands. And my companion took a picture of me standing in front of all that paraphernalia. And... Like, hey, That's hey, hilarious. we have the power of God with us to the point where we can literally steal from people. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> wow, you, you really took Joseph Smith's example to heart. Yeah, what a what a powerful young man you were. What's David. become of me? Um, <laughs> oh, God. Look, I'm going to spin this back around to Huntsman, and it's all over the place, right? It's public information. You can get the the Huntsman suit verbatim. You can get the verbatim seven-page response from the lawyers from the church. It's kind of interesting, actually, to oh, Real to thumb quick, through though, Mike, if I, the Huntsman good. suit, yeah. is that at Mr. Mack? Or like, uh, it used oh, to be okay. until he got ejected oh, from the church, okay. and now, now it's at uh, the DI. <laughs> so it's kind of like... Kind of from the church, but kind of not oh, from the a, church because yeah, they because yeah. they can't vouch for where they get their donations. Exactly. Wah, wah, oh, wah. Yeah. So anyway, check this out. the The filing quotes April two thousand three sermon. So this is Huntsman's filing. This is hilarious because I think it's so appropriate. So as part of his filing, he quotes the April two thousand three sermon at General Conference by then Church President Gordon B. Hinckley, <laughs> mm-hmm. announcing the faith's decision on the shopping mall, okay, on City Creek near its Salt Lake Temple. Now check out what Gordon said. Quote, and I, sorry, Mitch, I'm not going to attempt a, an impress, impersonation That's here. okay. Go ahead and catch me. <laughs> I wish to give the entire church the assurance. Okay, I'm glad we're all sitting down. So I, it's just, oh my God. I wish to give the entire church the assurance that tithing funds have not and will not be used to acquire this property, Hinckley said. Quote, now this is the important part because I don't think they, whatever. Okay. Quote, nor will they be used in developing it for commercial purposes. Oh my unquote. God. Wow. I, I believe that man. He must be a prophet. Can you fucking believe that? And so clearly, said yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we're done. <laughs> yep, yep, there it is. Clearly, the exact opposite of what happened. I know. I oh my god! And and so here's the point again. You know, whatever. Wow. So the church, it's it pretty typically, and I can't just say the church does this. A lot of lawyers do this. Usually, when they're grasping for straws, and they have an unfounded position, the shotgun response, mm-hmm. right? In their seven yeah. pager, they quote every fucking thing they can imagine as to why the court should throw this out. They shoot all over the place. Hopefully one of the pellets will strike home, right? In their shotgun response. Mm-hmm. And and so they're just, boom, throwing the kitchen sink back, right? <laughs> How could you deny when the leader of the church and incidentally the president of the corporation, okay, one of a, the church, the one business the side, same. one in the same, one in the same, literally states something like that and know what happened and was happening and would happen in the future and call it not fraud. Now Makes think sense. about the I mean, process. Wow. It, in his life, personally, Gordon's life, uh, and all the other apologists, which are also called general authorities, uh, where they can, they've gotten to the point where they can bald face, whatever word you want to use, just fucking lie. Lie for the Lord. The whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. Gordon, suck it, it up, buddy. Suck time. it up. It was a different time. It was a whole different time. If you would have been there back then, you would have known. Wait, you were. 
hey, bullshit was just as stinky back then as it is now. That's the thing, right? And look, this is kind of like this great little synopsis of the entire church's problematic history, right? Shit, Shit has happened, continues to happen. They try to shotgun respond to it to, and, and part of the shotgun response, by the way, is, uh, confusion, right? They want to try to confuse things. They want to try to make it look so chaotic. And this is so ridiculous. How can you even consider this? You know, all these different ploys in a single response, right? And one of the things that that can cause easily with people is confusion. And when you're confused, you're, ah, this is, ah, I can't make sense of this. Just dismiss That's it. That's exactly right. right. Yeah. The easiest thing to do at yep. that point is to not in- engage, not entertain it any right. further. Right. I really can't go there. Uh, I'm not, maybe not even capable uh, intellectually or to go there. And it's just easier to say, well, God damn, that's really confusing. Whatever the issue is. And and on the other side of that, the conditioning is so incredibly deep. We we experienced it to the point of anything that made us uh, just think of anything that made you uncomfortable right. about the church. We'd be like, "Well, I read the Book of Mormon and I felt the spirit, so it must well, be it's it, true." Even though yeah. even though over here it's blatantly saying something's wrong. Well, let me yeah. just read this verse. I feel the spirit, and it has nothing to do with this issue over here. But I feel the spirit of the Book of Mormon, so it must mean it's not true. <laughs> the Book of Mormon is true. The church is true. <laughs> yeah. Well, as convoluted as it is, you can see these repeated strategies that have been, you know, somewhat effective over time with the members, which I feel like you just gave a good description of Mitch. It it always goes back to the spirit. It always goes back to, well, how did you feel when you read this or whatever? And then even legally, right, taking whether you're a member or not out of the equation to a judge or to a a panel, you know, or whatever, uh, confuse them. Right. So they're not going to use the spirit per se with those people because, you know, who knows that the judge is a member? He probably isn't. Uh, but regardless, let's just confuse people. Let's throw the kitchen sink at them. Let's try to distract them. That's another reason you do that. Shiny object, right? Let's distract them from the red real point herring, here. Whatever. And if There's you, a lot of them. Yeah, exactly. Red herrings, a lot of now, or a lot of sayings, right? And when you dig down to the center, what is Huntsman really saying? He's saying money and all these little details aside, take City Creek out, whatever. Is the church being dishonest? Are they being fraudulent in their representation? Exactly. And the clear, demonstrable answer to that question is yes. No. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and here's another, I, I just the way, way I think now outside of the Mormon church. <laughs> but when you look at any kind of organization, any financial organization, uh, institution, which the Mormon church is, whether or not it's a, a charitable, you want to label it as a charitable organization or just a church and a religious mm. institution. All I'd have to do, I could ask either of you and be like, has this institution had multiple historical accounts proving fraudulent activity with funds uh yeah and then (laughs) within that thing being like if you if you went to a bank i mean i i'm not trying to compare the two like side by side i'm just saying any kind of institution if you go to a bank and that bank has had 
his history <laughs> yeah. of fraud would you be like oh yeah what the fuck i'll put my money in that uh. even though yeah, it's even from its foundation it's kind of been fraudulent and they kind of got their shit together but then it happened again in the 90s and it could still be happening now because they're not honest about or transparent about anything but i'll give them my money that's that makes sense it just yeah. oh my wow. god wow yeah. it's it's silly isn't it well, it really is i mean i think back when you talk about history mitch <laughs> the deseret bank or whatever the fuck the name of that institution was kirtland bank where they come to audit the bank because there's been these claims that you Uh, the kind of things you just mentioned there's been these claims by the members themselves of (laughs) i'm kind of wary about like i went to get my deposit and then they said come back next week you know i mean i'm and so literally this is the thing right like there's so many of these documented unquestionable proof written in fucking history that you can't the best lawyer in the world can say well we don't know if that's true or hearsay there was a different documented stuff right where you guys know the story we've talked about it a few times they have this chest that the deposits are supposed to be in and they just put a thin layer of silver coins across the top. That would be a good title <laughs> so, for this podcast. Yeah. A thin layer of shiny coins. or A thin layer. Thin yeah. Layer. I mean, uh, you know, it's just <laughs> – so the auditor comes in and he looks at it and he thinks the whole chest is full of that, right? And he's like, okay, you guys are good. I mean, who wouldn't count it or who wouldn't put their hands below the layer? I'm not talking about your side hobby, Mitch. Um, oh, yeah. But, I, was, I was about but, to get into that, but I, <laughs> yeah, you weren't talking about it. Are you fucking – and this is documented. It's just like the, the destruction of the printing press is documented. This is not questionable, right? This is one, not – One could say that's oh a God. great parable just like Christ would use – with the Mormon church going, just as somebody puts a thin layer of shiny objects to give you an idea of what you think they are, below the iceberg is a bunch of shit. That mm-hmm. is the Mormon church. I think you two are missing something that's quite, quite beautiful to behold, and that is the evolution of the church from a mere farm boy who swindled <laughs> – I'm sorry, who uh, – accidentally <laughs> took some money from some people after digging for gold and well not accidentally the lord okay yes it wasn't it. his fault and they were they were <laughs> digging for treasure he paid them the people paid him for and he came up with nothing and now we have mr huntsman and look at the evolution there look at the progress that we've made that's such a yes. good point thank you thank you <laughs> yeah The very foundation of the church is about a guy claiming that the Lord will show him where treasure is if you pay him. (laughs) And he, quote unquote, dug for treasure in multiple ways, did he not? Ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> Including the back of barns with uh, the neighbor girls. I mean, yep, yep. seriously, dude, these documents like the court document that he was brought before the court and accused of, of being a glass looker, right? And trying to sell his mm-hmm. services fraudulently. And the response to these things, well, we don't know if that's a legitimate document. And even if it is, you know, 
was it based on hearsay or was it based on actual facts that he was from? Oh well, we God, don't know who. So I mean, it just you. goes on and on and on. And you would never ask those questions if it wasn't Joseph, right? Joseph gets the trump card. Okay, it would be a, it would be a whole different argument if it was like yeah. you have you see the whole picture of the history of the church and every so often there's like this gray area of somebody that said something about joseph smith and they were like well we don't know you know it's a very gray area but when uh, one account after the other comes out and has been cut co- and has been there and all of it so much of it points to Joseph Smith, I know actual I know. character and members are like, well, we don't know. You know, Michael, <laughs> it, it, this is on the, on the subject. I hope, but when you said glass liquor, for some reason, I had this picture of window shopping, looking through the glass, and there's a phenomenon here. <gasps> Similar to that with the church, when you're outside and you're just looking in, you go, you know, oh, that shiny object again looks enticing that I might Mm. part with some cash to purchase that. And and it's all just a consideration until once you're inside. Now you're inside the store, as it were. And oh, my way of looking at Sounds it has like, changed. Like, of course, of yes. course, I'll buy that. And I'll buy two more just like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. yeah. It's it's interesting, isn't it? And then you don't want to leave the store anymore yeah. because you have this store story, um, <laughs> to use the word store twice in a weird and inappropriate, dumb ass way. Um, <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, that's it, guys. That's all I got for this episode. Uh, nice. We're gonna we're gonna keep these, you know, within a, a certain time frame, and I I like it. I like this from the hip shit. I mean, I'm sure our our half of listener may not agree, but uh, <laughs> I would just like to say yes, <clears throat> yes, Gordon. When I was test, when I was saying what I said about the City Creek Mall, mm-hmm. <clears throat> clarification mm-hmm. here, I would. I was lying. Oh I was, it God. was a bl- bold-faced yeah, lie. Yeah. I, I was lying for the Lord, and now that I've come back, I've realized my mistake and what a terrible tragedy, uh, <clears throat> a mistake I made. <laughs> terrible yeah. tragedy mistake. That doesn't even make any fucking sense. Well, but we I get lied. it. That does we make sense. Thank well, you. coming from you, but, I'm a, but I got rich, and I don't regret it. <laughs> 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 what a great ending what a great ending thanks gordon love you man as always and uh i'm glad you've moved on from nachos and you're doing the burritos now because oh, they're, they're wonderful i love, yeah. and, I love and by the way especially isn't there a, the- like an especially oversized victoria's secret in that mall i haven't been there so oh, I uh, that's that what myself. i thought okay <clears throat> that thank you Thank you. Yeah, we know that you're into the bosoms. And, That's actually uh, where we first started holding our uh, <coughs> roundtable meetings holding, for the general holding authorities. Holding what under the table? Back behind one of those pictures that look like a mirror. Uh-huh. We would just watch uh, everyone walk in and, and get dressed and, and, get dressed and, try, and try things on. Yeah. Inspired oh, of course. by Joseph himself. Well, and then you guys had the chairs close enough that everybody could reach to their sides and do a little... Well, yeah. now, now, Mike, that's going a little too far. That, oh. That's going a little too far. We wouldn't do that. We had vibrators. <laughs>
Oh my God. Oh, holy shit. All right. Before we degrade and spiral into oblivion any further. I think we already did that. But yeah, we kind of did. Thanks to Gordon for pulling us into the sewers. I mean, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, usually, yeah, yeah. we usually just hang out in the gutter. He pulls us down into the sewers. Old, true. old dirty man. Uh, anything, any final words, guys? Yeah, I, I hope we have uh, Mr. Huntsman on. That, that would, would be awesome. Be oh, man, that'd be amazing. I'd love to have uh, Natalie on, too. Um, and consider and, uh, consider those yeah. who are essentially in the same place he is, but have yet to speak about it or come forward. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, by the time you hear this, uh, the church will have been sued and <laughs> no longer exists. Mr. Huntsman. Yeah. It will. Yeah. The corp. The whole corporation will have fallen, and will men will release it. We'll have to rename our show. The the formerly known organization is Mormon Talk. A nice short. <laughs> yeah. Title. Okay. <laughs> Love you guys. Check in with you next time. See you next time. See you, bizatches. 